0: Good evening and thank you for joining us here again on the podcast. This is episode 44. Um, you've seen me and Anthony all the time and uh, we've got Chris with us a little as uh, as we do sometimes. And we have another awesome guest joining us today. Um, we're hoping to have a lot of new viewers. So one of the things we thought would be fun to do tonight was have each one of us introduce another one of us. So... Um, you guys all see Anthony and me all the time, so you know. Th- hopefully, they won't spend too much time talking about us because you know us already. Anthony, why don't you take it away, my friend? I would like to. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, we are really excited
1: about our two guests. Um, obviously, Chris is like like to us what like Steve Martin is to SNL. He's been on more than anybody else, so you guys <laughs> kind of know him as well. But we're really excited. Mostly, um, no offense, Chris, about Christy. Um, Christy Melbourne, who runs the Central Mississippi Turtle Rescue, which is an awesome organization that is um, growing in popularity and importance at a meteor- meteoroic – how do you say that? Meteoric? Meteoric. I was pretty close. I wasn't bad. Pace, um, they are um, – really doing a lot of moving and shaking right now. The stuff that they're doing is super important. If you follow them on Facebook, then you already know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then you ought to follow them on Facebook because their stuff is really awesome. They have amazing success stories and a lot of really good teachable moments for people to learn from. Um, We've had the pleasure of knowing them for a long time. Uh, I say them because Christy and her husband, Luke, run the uh, Turtle Rescue together and they are two of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Um, I'll get to that a little, and towards towards the end of my introduction, um, Christy uh, has had a lifelong passion for animals. Um, she and Luke first started with this um, with this initiative, their their rescue uh, after they saw a turtle that had been um, get him, Chris. After they saw a turtle that had Sorry. been um, hit by a car and um, that was the unofficial start of their rescue. From then, they just knew that they kind of had a calling and that there was a need for somebody in their area to be doing the work that they do to this day. Um, After, uh, you know, a decade later in 2017, they actually became a 501c3 nonprofit organization and have been really kicking butt since then. I mean, I've known them for a long time, but really in the past like year or two, their work has been absolutely amazing. Christy is a self-proclaimed, or grew up as a self-proclaimed army brat. And she moved around a lot when she was young, so uh, she was able to experience a lot of things when she was young. Um, she works full time for the Mississippi Department of Transportation, and she has a really—that's a really good job. And um, she's the—I I wrote this down because I'm not going to be able to remember it. But she's the director of safety education programs, and um, she she aspires when she when she retires to become a certified vet tech, which I thought was so interesting because it just goes to, it speaks to her passion for animals. And um, I think a lot of people maybe wouldn't um, see that as an upgrade in, in, um, uh, in her professional life, but she probably would see it as that. Is that right, Christy?
2: I do. I think it'll be a great
1: upgrade. Right, but it's nice though that you would have re- that you would have retirement from your job now. So that's not bad. Uh,
2: not far off, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, so just to finish up, I know it sounds like I'm talking a lot, but I really want everyone to know who Christy is. Um, we're so happy to have her here. Um, she has two children, uh, Drake and Jessica, and um, she has again. I, I want to read the list. So everyone knows she has dogs, snakes, a bearded dragon, a crested gecko about a million and a half turtles and tortoises at the rescue, um, and also a couple guinea pigs. And um, Christy and Luke, just like Steve and I, and I would say Chris to a certain extent, although he was really well connected when he was young. He was like a phenom. He was like the LeBron James of turtle people. It just came up, everyone knew who he was when he was like 12. But um, for the rest of us, we really grew up on Austin's turtle page, Turtle Forum, if anyone's familiar. And um, that's where we really got to know each other. A quick story of my own. When I, I first went down to the Daytona Expo and I was really kind of out of my league down there. There were a lot of people that knew a lot of stuff. I was kind of new on the scene. I didn't know what was going on. And the nicest people I met down there. And I met so many people that were so nice. The nicest people I met were Christy and Luke. I had so much fun talking to them. They were so inviting. They knew everybody. They were really sweet. Um, I had an impacted wisdom tooth, and I was drooling on myself, and they were so (laughs) so sweet. I really was. I met everyone for the first time. I was so excited. I'm looking forward to it. It was like, this is going to be the best day of my life, and I had to go to the the ER, and they gave me, like, Vicodin, which I never took in my life, and I was, like, drooling on myself while we were there. Can
0: you imagine how much Vicodin a guy that size needs? I'm a lightweight.
1: I'm a lightweight. Like... A half a pill and I'm drooling on myself. It was really bad, but oh, but they were so sweet and I'll never forget it. And and I always have a place in my heart for them, not only for for you know all the growing up we did together on the forum. And to me, Christy, I know that you're very humble, but to me, you were one of those experts that always kind of knew everything. Um, and and you guys were again just some of the nicest people I ever met. So, Christy Milborn of the Central Mississippi Turtle Rescue, thank you so much for being with us.
2: You're gonna make me cry, Anthony. <laughs> it stays even watery-eyed. <laughs> oh, is that all
1: right? No, love you
2: guys.
1: <laughs> everyone just know I'm really long-winded, so we're all going to introduce each other, which is really cool. But and and part of this too was that we we all were were nominated for the the Colonia Personality of the Year award. Everyone but Kevin, who um, everyone knows, you know, would never deserve that. So. <laughs> sure that we don't get that confused but it was really cool and we all grew up together on the forum so i think it's really awesome i love you kev um so, and that's why we want to do this little introduction so we knows who we are and then we can kind of talk about that process as well so sorry christy
2: well thank you guys I, I really appreciate a you having me on the program uh and i just want to say what an honor it was to be even mentioned in that those categories with you guys this is this is very cool um we're very proud of the work we've done here at the Central Mississippi Turtle Rescue. Um, I, I don't think I've ever stopped to think of it as amazing and all those other beautiful adjectives that you use, but uh, we, we do try to help as many turtles as we can, and that's just sort of our passion. Um, and that's what we do, and we really enjoy it. Uh, and whatever um, accolades come after, it's just it's a bit surprising, actually. We just, we just want to get in there and, and save turtles. So awesome. But yeah, that Daytona, yeah, you were fun. You were great to get to know on (laughs) it.
1: I like to think I'm fun always, but I was extra fun on that trip.
2: You were extra fun and very tall. I was so surprised at how tall you were.
1: Good. good. Has anyone ever told you that
2: you're tall? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm happy that that's what you remember because I don't remember much. Unfortunately, you want to remember a trip like that? But that's one of those things like you wake up the next day like, oh man, what happened? You you were
2: you were fine. You didn't
1: do anything. Oh you were the guy with no pants on or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's just drilling on himself.
2: (laughs) No, others. others.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do we want to go in the loop here? Christy, are you ready to talk about Steve Enders?
2: I will talk about Steve Enders. Steve, you know, I have known him since Austin's Turtle Page, Turtle Forum Days, along with you. I have always had a great respect for not only his knowledge that he came on board with, but all that he was willing to get in there and learn. And and now he's far surpassed me in his knowledge of turtles and taxonomy and conservation. And uh, he's just, he's an amazing guy. You've all met him. Yep. There's not too much I can say as far as an introduction, but you know, Steve uh, lives in Pennsylvania. I believe he's a huge Atlanta Braves fan, right? Cardinals,
0: actually. St. <laughs> Louis Cardinals.
2: That was, far- that was
1: sarcasm. <laughs> 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 Terrific. I was, I was yeah. like, oh man, she's on the wrong team. He's going to be
2: <laughs> Yes, huge St. <laughs> Louis Cardinals fan. Uh, he is a teacher. He is a turtle enthusiast and when i say enthusiasm it, it is the true meaning of the word he is enthusiastic about turtles and about uh what he can do to conserve their populations to help the breeding populations um, and i'm just really really proud to know him
0: that's so good that was thanks so good. christy you're making me tear up too
3: you really
1: oh,
0: are enthusiastic geez. it's so good I, I, yeah, it's been an honor to get to know you over the last, oh shoot, decade or more of, of foruming and everything else. Okay. Foruming. That's urban. Foruming. Dictionary. Yes. That's the new word for today. Foruming. At very- least it's the one I'm going with right now. All right. <laughs> uh, to continue the cycle. Um, I'm going to introduce my good friend, Chris Leone. Um, one of the cool little things that we didn't realize until a few few years ago is that the Turtle Room and Garden State Tortoise began the same year within like months of each other. And uh, since that time, uh, you know, relationships started, slowly started to blossom between me and Chris and just and our two organizations as a whole till where we basically are kind of, almost tied at the hip as partners here. And Chris is uh, also part of the turtle room in addition to, um, garden state tortoise. For those who don't know, Chris is also a fantastic musician and spent a number of, uh, a good bit of time touring, um, uh, playing rock, which we all love a good, good rock band. And, um, now Chris tours and gives turtle talks, which is just as cool. If you ask me, so, um, he, he did a Skype session with some fifth graders this week. He was down in, in Baltimore presenting at, a, at a, the, the Matt's uh, survival or the Matt's um, Mid-Atlantic Turtle and Tortoise Society's meeting, and he's done uh, talks like that all over the country. Um, so from touring musician to touring turtle speaker, I give you Chris Leone. Mm. <laughs> it's just <laughs> as
3: wild
1: everyone's favorite i don't think it's as cool as being a touring musician i think you're you 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 became a dork there's definitely no more groupies but i that's good though because you're married and happily married with hey, your beautiful hey, wife I'm, beautiful
4: kid. I'm his groupie okay
1: that's the point that's what i mean your groupies have changed over the years i'll tell you
3: man i, th- I think it's i think it's cooler because there's less heartbreak that's for sure you know
0: ain't that the truth I. I it's, which reminds me, we still have to play some music together one of these days.
3: Yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do. We come up with some kind of like Turtle Room theme song. Yeah. Maybe a song that like pisses everybody off, but they're like, oh, that's the Turtle Room. And they'll just know it, you know. <laughs> 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 I
1: could play the dog crap out of a triangle if you need, or a kazoo.
0: Hey. What hey. about Cowbell? Can no, you handle a cowbell. cowbell? No, I can't. <laughs>
1: I can't do that. That's too much. You're asking too much.
3: <laughs> like well, you've him. seen me drum on the steering wheel, and you like that.
1: Yeah. It's, we, we drive around, <laughs> we drive around <laughs> to go to the grocery store together or something like that or whatever, and, and he's drumming on the steering wheel, and he is the most advanced steering wheel drummer I've ever seen. Like, wow. Just like... <laughs> like, how did you... Oh, I feel like I'm watching young Justin Bieber go at it. Like I said, phenom. He's a phenom.
3: I just need need the hair, that's all. He was as
1: talented as a six-year-old as I'll ever be in my entire life. (laughs) Oh,
3: man. Love you, Chris. Love you guys.
1: (laughs) Just got weird.
3: It's about to get weirder because it's my turn to introduce you. Ah.
1: You You could roast me.
0: No, why would I roast you? Yes, Come on, because I deserve it. He wouldn't fit on the spit, he's too big. <laughs> <laughs> Mur- hang on, let me get Murphy's stupid bone.
3: Would you stop? You want to talk? He's
1: excited, he's having a good time. This is terrific. This is you never know what you're gonna get on a podcast, ladies and gentlemen.
0: All Barking right, dogs.
1: Okay, first, Leone's sweating already, huh? We're 12 minutes into the broadcast he's sweating profusely me yes am i really you're glistening you're glistening
3: it's okay it helps the hair
1: <laughs> i wouldn't know
3: all right About well me. without further ado i consider anthony perlione to be one of the more well-known people in i guess we can call this an industry whether you're in conservation or the hobby or in between or whatever Um part of the reason is because you would never not be able to pick him out of a crowd. Anthony is the eight-foot-tall senior director of the Turtle Room. He oversees all video and audio media production and he loves turtles, just like the rest of us. (laughs) And what you know, here's something interesting about Anthony. Not too many people can polish off an ice cream sundae about May Tall the way I can. He can do it twice without getting a headache. Okay. But uh, he's also the author of this. Can you see that? The Black-Breasted Leaf Turtles. Now, this book. Hey, guys. This book uh, is important, okay? Because it's the first of its kind, number one. It's very well written. Has a lot of awesome photos in it. And if you can picture Anthony writing it with his giant pen. (laughs) 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 Seriously. Senior director, author, conservationist, captive husbandry specialist, and everything in between. One of my best friends. And uh, (laughs) you guys are going to hear a lot about this guy. And there you go. There you go. There's living proof of just how tall he is and just how short I am. Can we talk about Fairy's
1: European cut t-shirt? Well, can we talk about
3: about Fairy's shirt after we talk about your blue shorts?
1: They're so wrinkled. You have them seen. when I drove down from Connecticut. That's a long ride. You know what that ride's like, Veda. That's Veda, everybody.
4: Hi, Veda. That was Veda. Cooing <laughs> in the background. Beautiful Veda. It's Veda time. <clears throat> Sorry for the interruption.
0: You'd be uh, like that. right? Veda time. It won't be the first interruption. It surely won't be the last.
4: Yeah. <laughs> She's going off to bed.
1: Oh, well, good night, Veda. Stay cute. Chris, you're very sweet, man
3: yeah i know
1: and chris you and i are like <laughs> twins like yeah. arnold and danny devito if yeah. danny devito was the bigger one yeah yeah the bald heavy set one being the bigger one <laughs> not the smaller one that's the difference that's the yeah. difference. but yeah we thought it'd be cool to have this conversation because and 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 forgive us for the for the butt kissing fest that we just had but <laughs> we're really proud of each other and i'll tell you something when i saw the nominees and i saw so many of our friends listed who we kind of came up with. And, and listen, you can say what you want about the Reptile Report Awards. There's there's always people that get mad. It's a popularity contest. There's people that, well, you know, well, you know, how could you say someone is the breeder of the year like it was at the beginning or even the Colonia personality of the year when there's so many people that are doing so many amazing things? And and in my opinion, it is a little bit flawed if Jordan Gray could be on there who's been on like Animal Planet this year yeah. and he doesn't win. But at the same time, I love, you know, a world where there's a chance to give people recognition for um, for the hard work that they do. And I will say that the four people here and everybody else who was nominated and several who weren't nominated work really, really hard. And um, I don't expect to be on there every year like Chris is, but it really means a lot. <laughs> all, the hard work, all the hard work. And to see my name listed next to Christy and next to Steve and next to... Chris and, and Jordan and and Carl and everybody else who's on there, like, oh my goodness, what an amazing accomplishment! I don't know if anyone else has anything to say about that.
3: I, uh, you know, I know what you're saying, like, like you know, the flawed system or whatever, like that, and the fact that it's essentially it's a popularity popularity contest. But you know what it is? It's it's essentially the only thing of its kind. And pay attention. You know what I mean? But like the reptile report is not something that people don't know about, you know, so it's, it's, they're just doing everything that they can in all aspects of the reptile community to bring people together, you know, speak your opinion, voice your opinion. They're putting it out there. They're saying, Hey, here's the awards. What are your nominees? And then people put in their nominees. They tally that up, you know, yada, yada. And then, and then you get to vote. So it's really a matter of paying attention. And with with social media being so paramount, paramount now there's kind of no excuse, you know? it's uh I, I think it's you know whether i'm nominated at all i i, I think it's great and, and i think this year there, there was just you know there's usually a lot of good names on there but it was really awesome this year like there was some like it really was there was really good names on there you'd be like oh okay wow wow yeah. wow and honestly some of the people on there if you don't know who they are you know start paying attention a little bit you know because yeah. i mean like you said like jordan you know i mean hey you really should know who jordan
0: is you know Jordan Gray, communications director for the TSA. Um, Andrew Wald was on there. He yeah, is right. on the board of the TSA and is the, he's the executive director of the turtle survival Alliance. Um, so yeah, it was just a, uh, it was an all-star lineup of names to pick from. And it was really kind of cool to end up um, just being recognized with them. Um, it was as much a, a, a of the fun is any part of it. Uh, of course, Chris is our superstar, and his name pops up there every year, and we really appreciate him for all he does with uh, with um, taking care of so many animals and leading so many programs for us.
1: Can I ask Christy, if you don't mind, uh, can you talk a little bit about what it was like when... So I'm sure your experience was a little like mine. Like, I found out I was nominated, and I, like, freaked out a little bit in my own head. Like, I wanted to play it cool. Like, don't embarrass yourself and, like, <laughs> tell everybody... Like, Shameless plugs for yourself on Facebook and all that type of stuff. I did reach out to some people. I did I did say hey I got nominated. I got really giddy like a kid like I really did as silly as it is Um, like this is so cool. Oh my gosh I've known about this award since it first was started and I never thought I'd never have a chance at it And now I just got nominated. Holy crap. Holy crap Um, and then some of the conversations with people who were supporting me, you know, and it made me feel really good Christy, I, I wonder if you could tell us about how you felt that process was for you um You know, being that this was your first year nominated, uh, like similar,
2: similar. Yeah. Well, so when I first found out about the contest, um, I found out someone had nominated me. So my internal struggle was, well, I mean, do I ask other people to nominate me as well so I can end up on the final ballot? And that that felt to me a little bit conceited. I I don't know. So I didn't. Um, And then when the nominations did come out officially, I was like, okay, well, yeah, maybe folks want to vote for me. So I stuck it out on our page, and, uh, you know, people were commenting, and uh, fans of our, our Facebook page would comment and, and share and, and ask me to share every day to remind people to go and vote every day. And, yeah, it felt really good to to hear these people think that I belonged up there with you guys, basically. Um, it, was, it was very flattering, and, and getting the honorable mention was, was very incredibly flattering. Yeah. Oops. I was I was
0: excited to see you there too, Christy. I was probably more excited to see you there than us there. Uh, you know, I in some ways I, I look at I look at you as uh, you helped me and Anthony get to get to where we are, and so it was really kind of cool. I was like, "Go, Christy!" I even had a conversation with somebody too, and I was like, "I was like, man, we're all going to take votes away from each other," and so I literally told somebody, said, "Don't vote for me. Vote for Christy. Vote for Christy." I
3: would, I would go, and I'm going to be honest, I would go and I would vote for a different one every day you know like I, di- I just you know i didn't know like what else to do you know and uh i mean you know it is what it is i, f- I figured that the, you know somebody on there that was whoever got what you know was you know would be awesome but um but everybody at, everybody at mid-atlantic turtle and tourist society was pulling for you christy they really were yeah. was, Patrina was posting she was saying you know there's a lot of and she even said she's like there's a lot of great people on here this year but let's let's really you know um she really tried to get people to pull for you too so Never that my
1: so feelings because
2: mm-hmm.
3: I
1: think Christy is Christy's my best friend. I don't know if she knows that, but I I consider her my best friend. <laughs> so that right hurts. i here with
2: you, brother. <laughs> yeah, that hurts
1: a little bit, but anyway. <laughs>
2: We've had so much support from Katrina and the Mid Atlantic Horror Society. Um, so that that's that's amazing to hear. Um, yeah, again, just just huge, and and knowing that, I mean, here I see my little name right up there with all these names of people who i've learned from i've learned from each of you all those other people i've learned from as well but knowing that that recognition you know were i to win or honorable mention in this case um that kind of brings a spotlight to the field of reptile rescue you know there's there's reptile conservation there's reptile breeding um so i felt very honored so say what
3: i said that's a really good point Mm.
2: Yeah. And it just sort of put a spotlight on, um, I don't know, maybe, uh, a, a group of a entity, a, a, um, I don't know, uh, just putting our name out there and getting people interested in the fact that, uh, there are animal rescuers out there who specialize in turtles.
1: Right. And I, you know, I'll say as silly as it is, and, and this could go to the opposite point, but when, when waffles McTurtles, waffles and the turtle i don't know what the name is one for the uh reader's choice uh, the only year that chris leone didn't win the reader's choice um that i don't know who that is still but i'll tell you what i looked to see who it was so you're absolutely right it does bring i've looked several times over the years because i'll look and see who won every year in the past and i see that name every time and then i try to go to the facebook page that's named after it and I still don't really know what it is i think it's just a person who has a couple turtles good for them that's awesome but but like the point is you're going and you want to learn who who these folks are who are being um who are being honored that year and and i think you know when each one of us is very passionate about education and in addition to what we do i would never rescue turtles ever ever i don't well, i shouldn't say never uh, um maybe the right species or whatever because Um, you don't want to jeopardize what you have going on and like a hit by car turtle, I just, that's not my specialty. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And you, you live for that, Christy. And, and um, I think one thing that we all do have in in common is education and, and one way to really know how you're doing in this day and age is something like this because um, without it, I mean, you could doubt yourself a lot. I had a little bit of a, rough go a few months ago. And I was kind of questioning all this stuff that I do with the turtles. It's a lot of work and I don't bring any money. I put out, I put in way more money than I, than I bring in. And, um, you start to question like, what is this all about? Um, and I was able to get a really cool job working for a vet hospital, a veterinary hospital. And also, um, now this and, and, you know, things related to this. And it's like, wow, this is, this is amazing, um, you know, uh, this is amazing proof of, you know, why the work that we do is so important. And to be there with all you guys who mean so much, that was just, that was just amazing, you know? So, but I also wanted to talk a little bit about, um, Austin, Austin's turtle page. And I know, Chris, you kind of bounced around for a lot. I know that you've been around, um, Tortoise Forum a lot, but, um, Steve, Christy, and I really, really spent a lot of time on uh, turtle forum now just for everyone if anyone who's watching doesn't know turtle forum is like a subset of austin's turtle page from like the early beginnings of websites when websites just used to stink and everything was horrible and a lot of things just died off austin's turtle page was like a really early website that was kind of used years and years ago but then off of that came this thing called turtle forum and it's still called like like if you were going to abbreviate the turtle forum, you just call it ATP for Austin's turtle page, but it's really kind of its own thing. And um, it was really, 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 really popular for years, for years and years and years. And uh, some of the best research you could do on rare species, you would find on this forum, even today, by searching on Google and it'll bring you to the forum because yeah. there's conversations about species that that have never happened anywhere else. And there's like legitimate, like CITES, uh, important, you know, um, publications and literature that have been uh, published with information that they got from Turtle Forum. So um, it's probably it's it's definitely not as popular as it once was. Facebook has definitely um, kind of taken its spot. And for some of us that grew up there, it's really a shame because there were a lot of rules and a lot of people used to complain about the rules. Um, Which I always found interesting. I always liked the way that that it was run because like if you, for instance, if there was a chance to ID an animal, so there's someone has a photo of an animal, you don't know what it is, then you, you could chime in and say what you thought it was, but you'd have to give justification for your answer. Um, and it was really good for learning. If you look at Facebook today, everyone just posts whatever the heck they want and they just they just come in and, and throw something up there and you don't know who the person is or if they know what they're talking about. And there could be four people that say the same wrong thing and then one person that knows what they're talking about and says the right thing, but it gets buried by all the wrong answers that keep coming in. And it's really difficult to learn in that way. And I feel bad for folks because we really learned a lot there and uh, for, and for and you quickly learned kind of who knew what they were talking about and who didn't um, and, and there's, that's kind of lacking.
3: I wonder... I, I agree with you there. I think the uh, I kind of wish the forums would come back a little bit because the you're right you're absolutely right about the Facebook groups it's it's kind of you know and I, I'm not trying to you know blanket everything or everybody here at all but there definitely is all of a sudden these keyboard experts that are coming out of the woodwork and you're right the, the proper identification the proper care information is getting buried or even removed and you've just got anybody and everybody shouting out what they think is right, or what they swear is right, or what they swear it is. Whereas on the forums, and that's one of the reasons why I, I try to jump on Tortoise Forum as much as I can, and I still get tagged a lot on there for things. And a lot of times I have to be brief, but at least I'm, you know, I'm there to help out whenever I can. But I had to leave 90% of those Facebook groups. I just left them all, almost just a couple I stayed in, and obviously any of the like the two that are mine. Or the one that's mine actually, um, and that was it because it, it's it's kind of um, I I think the best way to describe it is it's messy, you know. Yeah. yeah. really messy. Christy,
1: do you have thoughts on that? I know that you're really active on Facebook now, and you were su- how many posts did you have on 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 Turtle Forum like like thirty five thousand or something like that?
2: Oh wait, I think it was, was
0: thirty five million, but. <laughs>
2: I think it was like eighteen thousand. i could be wrong i don't know I, I stopped looking but yeah i used to post a lot um a i had time back then <laughs> when you start rescuing turtles you see your time slip away but um, i feel that austin's turtle page was and is uh still very important i i do i agree with you i wish that people would use it more more so than the facebook groups that chris very adequately described as messy um, and I like the way we've had a structure. So we've got the members and then there's moderators and administrators and owners that can all chime in and sort of lay ground rules for the forum. I think that was very important. Um, but whatever happens with Austin's Turtle page and Turtle Forum in the future, um, I think the repository of information that is on that site is invaluable. You know, it, it it's. Priceless. I still consult it. <laughs> you know, here I am, ten years on. I still go and search out things when I have a question. I'll go there and search out information before I go onto Facebook, even to groups I know. Uh, before I'll ask there, I'm going to consult the forum first and see. Well, if Barry answered this, <laughs> then yeah. it's probably right.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> we have you have you have like seasoned veterans uh, on on Turtle Forum. You know, you've got people that. Laid the groundwork for a lot of us that have been around forever. They've got their their you know hands dirty. They've they've worked with these animals, whatever form they chose to work with them, and they worked with them hands on. And you can't beat hands on experience, you know. Where you go, you move over to Facebook to these groups, and it's oh my god, I love box turtles. Boom group, and then three thousand members, and it's exactly. hey, can somebody tell me what kind of box turtle this is? Oh, that's a three toed box turtle. And seventeen other people are saying no, it's a gold coast box turtle. And 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 you know what I mean, like that that just happens every single day. Whereas there's there's um there's consistency and there's cleanup in a forum, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially yeah. turtle forum. I'll use the example you 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 mentioned you mentioned my book. Hi Murphy. You mentioned my book when um, you were introducing oh. me, which was really sweet. But um, in 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 preparing that book, what was actually kind of r- rather straightforward about writing about those two species is that they're very. Um, there's not a lot written on them. Um, so translating a little bit from other languages is difficult, but really you just get a couple really good resources and then go from there. And then probably like below that, just below like, you know, the great papers that have been written on those species is the Turtle Forum, where you could see something that Chris Hagen was writing about them. Chris Hagen, our guest from last, from, yeah. from last month, who literally is um, – What he's his his mind for turtles is something that I can't even wrap my own head around, it's unbelievable. But you know, seeing what he was writing in 2004 and 2006 and 2009, you know, during the years when like a lot of um, you know, importations were still happening with a lot of species and things like that, like you can see right at that moment what his thoughts were about these really important issues as opposed to trying to catch him now when he's super busy and traveling the world for the TSA to actually see what his specific thoughts were on that specific really important um, piece of, of, of you know turtle history. And um, years ago, like I didn't even know what some of these species were. And now I'm looking back and researching, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I commented on this and I could see, I didn't even know what the heck I was talking about, about this one species back then. Um, you know, um, it's just, it's a really, really good tool. And I, I dare anyone to try to, to learn that much from, from Facebook.
3: <laughs> I agree. You know? I, um, you know, someone similar to, uh, Chris Hagen, at least for people like me that, that, you know, work with a lot of different tortoises is someone like Andy Highfield from the Tortoise Trust. You know, he, um, he's way less active now any on anything online than he used to be. But, you know, he's one of those guys that same thing. He was, I mean, not only has he been to just about every single one of these tortoises habitats in the wild and thoroughly studied these populations, but he's written all these papers. He's put in these named species. He's put so many of them on the map, you know, and, and it's a shame we can't have like carbon copies of him on these Facebook groups or, or whatever, because like, that's somebody that would, would tell you the truth would, would, you know, from hands-on experience and just, and like I said before, just being a seasoned veteran, you know, like Chris Hagen.
1: Right. I think now maybe I don't even know who you, maybe Torsten Blanc and Ferry, um, are pretty active on Facebook. I think people are really lucky to have them around and don't even realize that it's them posting sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty interesting to see like how things uh, evolve over time, and um, the pros and cons related to all of it. I mean, I think Facebook is great; you can you can reach a different audience. Whereas I, you know, I just felt like with with the forum, maybe you're reaching the same people all the time, and you were either a part of it or you weren't. And the, new people would come and go, but they usually wouldn't stick. Um, really, whereas Facebook is just like constantly, like I think of like. Um, the forums as like a club and then facebook is like grand central station where like you don't know anybody there and they're just coming and going and you know who's going to be there at a given moment but um there's definitely a lot of action so there's there's pros and cons to all of it but um you know shout out to tom coy the guy who created austin's turtle page and the turtle forum and thank you i mean i thought this was such a great opportunity to say thank you um, we were just a bunch of people who like turtles. Um, none of us have a degree in biology or captive animal management or whatever. Um, zoology. We just are a bunch of people who are relatively intelligent. I say relatively, we're, we're not that intelligent. Um, we're okay. But hey, we ha- we, yeah. 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 <laughs> Murphy got Plus mad he at He didn't you. like that. He didn't like that. Murphy's smart. We know.
3: He's not talking about you. He knows you're smart.
1: But uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, here we are being able to really be like <clears throat> on some level part of our of our hobby that we really care a lot, a lot about. And that's pretty cool that, that we're able to do that. I thought this was a cool time to reflect, given what happened with the reptile report. So
4: can I uh, jump in for a second? Oh, go that's for it, me. man. All I right, hear so your voice. <laughs> I haven't said anything in 30 minutes. So I wanted to speak up really quick. Uh, I didn't do any introductions. I want to just say this uh, one thing really quick. Anthony, Chris, and Steve, you know, very welcoming to me. I'm very new into this myself. I haven't met Christy personally, but we've had email exchanges. She's been insanely sweet, and I'm so impressed with what she does. I truly feel that out of everything everybody here does, what the work she does is the most important. Um, helping animals on a daily basis immediately, you know, and... Uh, Chris and Steve and Anthony all do amazing, amazing work. And I, I'm just, I'm impressed it to be, I'm impressed with myself to be a part of this uh, conversation right now. And I'm very, very happy to be here. Uh, on the flip side of that, I wasn't part of the Austin Turtle page or anything like that. Um, I've always had an interest in it, in turtles as well, but I, I wasn't a part of that until very recently, uh, the past couple of years. And so Facebook is what I know as far as that goes. And I understand exactly what you guys are saying. Uh, But the the other end of it is that you do get more immediate information. Uh, The reason I'm a part of this organization is because I've reached out to you guys on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I was able to, you know, gather information. If there's something I didn't know, I asked who's the person to know. And they're on Facebook because everybody is. And I could reach out to them. Even very recently, I was able to reach out to somebody about uh, some turtles I acquired that I just wanted more information about. And it's, it's really, really quick. And in the past with other forums, I haven't had that experience. So I don't know if that was the case there. But I do think it is still a great tool. Uh, I can understand getting lost in it, the feed of a thousand different things being said every moment. But I think there is a, a place for it. And I think it's very important.
1: Leave it to Minto. He's such he's such a, a, a millennial. <laughs> young, young flashy, hot shot, making fun of all of us
4: old-timers. So, Besides Christy, I'm the oldest one here. So. <laughs> he's not a millennial;
0: he's a zennial. <laughs> that's true. Um, um, that that's true. No, but but good point. There are, there are pros and cons to everything. You know, immediate info doesn't necessarily mean it's always the best. But at the same time, right. sometimes immediate info is what you need if the You're situation right. is dire uh-huh. enough.
3: Never so, have you been able um, to get a photo in front of so many people. You know. Yeah.
0: Right. But there, so maybe there's a, a way to figure something out. But. Um, you know, I think I think both modes have definitely have some benefit, and maybe we need to figure out a way to, how to build something that people can access, like Facebook, but we can guarantee they're getting some good stuff. I don't know.
3: I agree. With you know, you. just yeah.
0: spitballing now, but, but you know, we like doing things with tech. Let's take some ideas. <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, you're definitely right. You know, like like, like it, it. You know, the the, the pro to these. Things like Facebook and Instagram and and the groups is, you know, like I said, like you you can get a photo in front of so many people instantly, especially, you know, like if you need to know what something is. Hey, I found this turtle crossing the road or whatever. What is it? You know, you're showing a picture of a a soft shell turtle. Granted, you granted 10 people are going to tell you it's a corn snake, but you know what I mean? Like you're still going to you're going to (laughs) have a greater chance of figuring out what that is before.
1: like I did that (laughs) so stupid in a good way
3: (laughs) it's true though somebody will be oh my god it's a corn snake it's gonna kill you you know it happens it really does there's some unbelievable things that get said out there but the point is you can broadcast to somebody with an issue or a question instantly and and get an answer you know
0: yeah
1: that's so good I love the one that always come it's definitely a water turtle or it's definitely not a water turtle
3: or everything's a very,
1: snapping turtle, you know? Very insightful. Yeah,
4: everything is a snapping turtle.
1: No, this is not a red-ear slider. It doesn't have red ears. <laughs> That's because it's a melanistic red-ear slider. Uh-huh. For the 10 millionth time in my life. That's because... I'm, And I don't mean to complain. I don't mean to complain. But most of our viewers are going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's stuff like that. that again, I, I could remember for, like, eight years, like, never trying to and of course I made mistakes but like never trying to say anything definitively like playing the social worker on everything like um well it could be this but I'm not really sure because of this like just being as honest as possible but now it's just like I don't know what it is and I'm a millennial if you could believe it with the with the gray beard and the bald head but like I guess it's something about like they would say about the millennials like that false sense of confidence because of the internet and and social media and stuff like that but like everybody seems to know and that's okay, but it's, it takes patience and you know, like I shouldn't have to write, like, I shouldn't be the one to have to write 10 posts, you know, um, justifying my answer because there's 18 people who are chiming in and telling me, no, it's not the species you wrote a book about. It's a different species. Yep. Okay. I, I know that sounds pompous. I'm not trying to be, I'm just saying like, there's that weird anonymity, and it and it was funny because when I would talk to Tom, the guy who started the Turtle Forum, he would always say that the thing that was really good about the forum and the reason why Facebook wouldn't kill it is because of the anonymity on the forum. Because you make your own screen name and you could be called, you know, pretty pink princess, and nobody really knows who you are. But actually, in in, <laughs> now in retrospect it. now, like like if pretty pink Pin- princess kept posting, you would know who who he was. Just assuming it'd be a he, but. Um, yeah, whereas on Facebook, like there's, I guess maybe there's just so many people, and because of the wishy-washy like, coming-and-going nature, like the Grand Central Station, that um, it's difficult to know who's who. Real names, so hard to keep, to tell apart. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. So, Christy, um, in preparation for this show... We talked about how we should figure out if you could, you know, if you'd be comfortable and have the right tech to be able to get onto Google Hangouts, which is uh, what we use to to broadcast the show. And um, we had set up a couple dates to try to do it. We had talked a bunch of times and we did actually do it last Friday during movie night with my kids. But um, we watched Coco, it was lovely, the new Disney movie. Not a fan of that. I loved it. I cried. I, I like i like bald like it's not moana i cried so
3: hard give it Did a chance really yeah couldn't do it man I'm, i mean i don't know we don't have to get into Disney movies but we'll talk
4: yeah you moana's, probably, great.
3: moana's great is great yeah.
4: you, you
3: probably want to build a wall too
4: the rock is the best <laughs> oh yeah yeah i like the
1: movie because it takes place in mexico i get it real nice man real nice real nice of you to do that <laughs> Real nice. Most <laughs> of us were here, and now you're up here. <laughs> as, as we were talking about, I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. I've, I've never sounded so pompous as this podcast the whole time. Um, I'm embarrassed
3: because he wrote a book.
1: But we have to. It's because you said that, and then I was like, I felt good about myself. Um, it's, I'm, so, I'm always. I have such low, low self-esteem most of the time. I just. I'm feeling good tonight. Um, so, so Christy, one of the things every single time I talked to you it was, oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll text you back when I'm when I'm out of the vet, or yeah, I can I can talk to you at, at five thirty when I leave the vet, or I can do this when I leave the vet. Like you are literally at the vet every day, and I think people don't understand. They want to start a rescue. I guarantee you, every one of these people who are on face, uh, Facebook or craigslist or whatever else will take your unwanted pets and throw them in a 10 gallon tank in my closet like like you are the real deal you do this the right way and you're literally at the vet every day and what does that look like like how poor are you
2: with <laughs> all these
1: Quite. <laughs> <Quite>. <laughs> the,
2: uh, the vet fees. thankfully our vet is an amazing person who does cut us a lot of slack Um, We basically get charged for procedures and medications or x-rays, things like that. But um, it is still very expensive. Uh, You can count each time we go to the vet, it's going to be at least $100. And if we're going every day, math that, and and you'll see that it it can get quite costly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and most people are not going to find a vet who's willing to waive his his own fees, right? Uh, And ours, thankfully does. We don't have to pay the office exam or or whatever. And they have a very supportive staff. They're super supportive of us and help us in every way that they can. And we could not do what we're doing now without them uh, and and the things that they do for us. But yeah, um, getting an eternal rescue is is quite expensive. Um, I think last year we spent somewhere in the neighborhood of Um, $15,000. So yeah. and, And we could not have done that without donations. Um, We did you you mentioned earlier that we sort of saw a a boom in popularity uh, recently and that's very true Uh, Last summer as a matter of fact I made a plea for people to share our page so that other people specifically in Mississippi would know that we're here uh, If a turtle were to need help and so no turtle has to die because it couldn't find someone to take care of it Uh, and that post wound up sort of going viral and was seen by over 800,000 people shared over 40,000 times and within two days, we had 5,000 new followers on our page. Wow. That so, is
3: unreal. It's,
2: wow. It is. My my hand, after holding the phone and responding to messages and comments, was literally stuck in, like, this position. And, and I'll never forget that night. I set the phone down and tried to pick something else up, and I dropped it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a Friends episode. But... yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was so it's so surreal, but it it's been really great for us. But it's also made us just exponentially busy, or than we used to be. Like year before last, I think we took in thirty or so turtles, and last year we took in one hundred and forty-one, I believe, was the total. Um, so, and right I on. believe this year will probably be even even. We've already taken in thirty-four this year, and it's only the beginning of March, so. It's such,
1: um, it's such a great thing too. I mean, awesome. I mean, Mississippi is a is a is a biodiversity hotspot for turtles. There's so many. Yeah. There's yeah. so many turtle species in in Mississippi.
2: There are, I believe, thirty one. I think that includes the sea turtles. Uh, yeah, but we do have a very diverse group of turtles in Mississippi.
0: That's amazing. I, I thought we pull up the exact number like this. Give me a second. Oh, you're
1: going to use our our. Uh, that's right. We have it. our map. Oh. You haven't plugged that app in like a year and a half. Let's go. Show it.
0: It needs an update.
1: but Christy, he's going to show it to you. Everyone's going to get real excited. It's going to be terrific. Awesome. Drum roll, please. Just kidding.
0: Yeah, so in case everybody forgets, this thing's on our website. And so I've got it already down to the U.S. region. So we click on Mississippi, and we find 33 species, including the sea turtle, and subspecies.
1: How awesome is that? And then the green ones are ones that we have a species profile written about, so you can click on them and read more about them.
4: Now, who of you can, like, list the actual common names of all 33 species there? Uh, all of us. All of us? I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I can get close, but not all of
1: us. easier, and then there's certain ones, I mean, like, like, half of those are graptomists, so they're map turtles. And then mm-hmm. there's a lot of cooters. There's obviously, you know, so...
4: Some soft shells.
1: Some of them are really self-explanatory. Ex- explanatory. Like, you know what the red ear slider is. You know what the green sea turtle is. You know, you know some are just really easy. And then um, mm-hmm. other ones are... You know what am, gophers is.
2: I'm so much better at common names than I am for scientific names. And I so appreciate hearing... Broadcast like this, where I hear people pronounce
1: the scientific names. <laughs> yeah, but see, uh, what's, what's worse about it is we've been on this a, a million times. Steve, Steve has a weird way of pronouncing it. That's actually probably like the the best like Latin pronunciation you'll hear because he well, actually he likes, says
3: it depends on who you reference.
1: Right, and he actually knows what he's talking about, whereas most people are just like, "Well, everybody calls him Spangler eye so I'm going to call him Spangler eye But Steve's like, "Well, you know." Spengleti, and and Ferry would say Spengleti. <laughs> it's like, what is that? What Look is that? It. Like an like a, like a exotic pasta dish or what? Like, <laughs> hey, a, you know, sounds tasty. Whatever it is, it sounds tasty.
3: <laughs> I'm all for I'm all for picking one or the other. You know, whether you're going to go by common name, you're going to go by Latin name, or like Steve said, like if you're going to pick one of the correct ways, depending on who you reference to say it. But some of them like the way people try to say them yeah and you know some people i think are trying to like i guess fit in or whatever and it's it's totally okay to say you know box turtle or you know eastern box turtle three-toed box turtle or red slider or eastern herman's tortoise instead of calling it Oh yeah i think i have a uh testudo hermanin's uh bodigera you know tell you a quick story i did All that
1: right. once actually that same trip to daytona i did that with um uh, Steve had me looking for um, crap. Which which map turtles did you have me looking for, Steve, at that
0: point? Um, I don't remember. I remember you brought back some Texas maps. Were man. you looking
1: for were you looking Literally, for but... were you looking for Gibbons Eye? I don't remember, man. That was a long time ago. Was so, that anyway, was that twenty I felt like it was Gibbons Eye. I don't remember, but that I was might funny. have been.
0: There. I, man, was, I don't
1: know. And I'm talking to Paul Vandersk or Vanderscout. that's a different one that we could work on how to pronounce. I would say well, Vanderschau. Paul V. We should work on a whole show on how to pronounce Paul's last name. <laughs> um, and, and I asked him, I'm like, I tried to do the scientific name and I knew what it was, my, but I was like, Gibbons, he was like, Gibbons, I? Like, yeah. My face must have been so red, I was so embarrassed. Um, but then he confused my my then girlfriend, who's now my wife, for my ex girlfriend. Um, so he felt the same way. So it was good. <laughs> Ever since oh, then, that's a
0: win for Shannon.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was good. She still talks about it every time I talk about Paul. <laughs> that's funny. Classic mix-up. Classic mix-up. I was so awkward too. It was the worst. But yeah, you 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 know you really benefit from this sort of thing because, or from just talking to people. Every time you can get to like a Hamburg show or a Daytona show or whatever, and there's a bunch of nerds there talking about stuff. You know, you better have your ears open because that's your opportunity to know how to pronounce this stuff, I guess.
3: But You learn something. If you're learning something, you know, you should be learning something because there's, there's no such thing as an expert when it comes to turtles. There never will be.
1: It's true. Lifelong learners.
3: Unless it's Murphy, right, Murph? We all
1: need to be lifelong learners. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> that was bad. Anyway. I like it. Okay, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Gosh. Did you miss that one? What happened to it? Binto, do we really not have any questions from the audience yet? Uh,
4: there's been no questions except for how much your book is. Um, and what That's $1 original...
1: million. Dollars. That sounds like a question.
4: And uh, what your original names were on the forums.
1: Oh, that's terrific! Well, listen, quick—I want to answer that one. That's terrific. So, so, what happened is when you first sign up, you feel like you have to have the anonymous name, like, like Pretty Pink
0: Princess, or that was Anthony's original, Arit- no. <laughs> or Reed Bird. 08. But what was your, weren't you Captain Spaulding? Yes. How funny yes. is that? Dude?
1: This is the best oh. conversation. Who wrote that question? Because this is the be- I didn't even. That was it.
0: Greg Brashier, I think, or was it one of the other guys?
4: Uh,
1: Greg, you are the man. Uh, it might not have
4: been Greg. Meg, it Mr., was Mr. Uh, Mr. Blandman68. Yeah. Mr.
1: Blandman sixty eight. Yeah, see, he, that's a man who likes who likes a handle that doesn't actually tell you what his real name is. I love it. That's terrific. Well, like, Mr. Is,
4: Blandman, what is your real name?
1: I'm going to tell you something right now. If I was in college, I would write my thesis on this because it's fascinating. This conversation that we're about to have. So. Everyone comes in and they're scared. They don't they think that they need to fit in and and do what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to just make up a funny name that's gonna be catchy or whatever or or expresses who you are. But then everyone on Turtle Forum over the years would would smarten up and change their name after the fact. Now some people would keep their name forever the way it was at the beginning, but a lot of people change their name, including Steve. Me. Did you, Christy as well?
2: I did, but mine was for slightly different motivation. I joined the forum because my neighbor had brought me a box turtle. Mm -hmm. And I was unsure if it was legal for me to possess that box turtle. So I made myself as incognito as I
1: could. (laughs) Because you don't know what to expect at first, right? Yeah,
2: right? Is it crawling with like, you know, Department of Wildlife agents that are come busting down my door. So yeah, I was a Lothari L O T H R I until I realized that was very close to Lothario, which is I believe Italian for gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> oh, no.
1: Classic. Oh, Chris. Well, well Steve was ReadBird08, right, Steve? Uh, no zero, just readbird eight. Oh, readbird eight. Okay. Yeah. And and I always thought that was hilarious. Um, I didn't know his name at first. Steve's one of my all-time lifelong best friends. And I didn't know. I actually thought his name was Steve Reed because because it was Reed. And not to, and I didn't realize he was just spelling Redbird a different way because it was like Taken or something. I don't know. Or the card- uh,
0: it, was, it was a combination of Redbird, Cardinals with I play Reed instrument, sax, clarinet.
1: Oh, I never got that. Man, you're yeah. Such, you've, you've been a nerd since the moment
0: I met you, man. And, and I, I you know, that. it is what it is. That was my original, so the reason I used that on the forum is because that was my original AOL Instant Messenger name, because Redbird 8 was already taken on AOL Instant Messenger, so I adopted Redbird 8 on AIM, and so I just carried that screen name, I've used it for a million things.
1: Got it, and mine was Captain Spaulding because I love horror movies. And Captain Spaulding is the clown from Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand See,
0: Quarters. and I thought Spaulding had to do with basketball.
1: Right. Well, that's kind of that's kind of a play on that, too. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Right. Pretty cool. I have had that thought before. I mean, that's not the reason I chose it, but I had that thought. I don't want to lie to you. But anyway, we all end up changing our name. So, like, I'm still on there. I'm not as active, but I try to be. Um, and it's just Anthony P. And Steve changes to Steve E. And Christy just became... Christy, which is so fitting because she's like Madonna, and she doesn't need a last name or a last initial. She is just <laughs> oh, my oh, my God, Christy. God. Yeah, Christy. Right, Christy. Who? No, they never say Christy who, ever. I mean, I've known you forever, and I've been emailing you, and I know your last name, like, like, uh, no problem. But like when I had to introduce you, I just like it felt weird to say your name with a last name. It was just Christy. <laughs> like you don't. I'm mean, Katrina's kind of like that too. Like you don't have to say Katrina Smith. It's Katrina. He wrote the book on Ready your Sliders. It's Katrina. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? So, anyway. And then there's Chris, who just was, was a phenom. He posted once a year. Everyone got really giddy. Asked him for autographs. That sort of thing.
3: No, I had a rough start on there. That was. That's not the way it was at first for me. That's how I remember it. So Yeah. Well, we'll I wanted keep it that start. way, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Conversation over. So who do we have to thank for that again? Right.
0: Tim Medema. Oh, last name, I think I got it right.
1: Hold on, that was Tim who asked that question. Yeah, yeah, oh my god, he told me he was gonna watch. Oh man, talk about an expert, man. Tim,
0: yeah, I learned so much from you, Tim, map turtles, and everything, man. Love you, dude.
2: Tim, love you, Timmy.
0: Wow, wow, Tim is the man, and (laughs) of course, another friend, um, Byron. Says exactly how tall is Chris Leone? The world must know. Oh
1: come on! I don't know if you say how tall he is. I'd say like <laughs> the height he is. It's, it's almost. It's almost. This yeah. <laughs> is. I'm average really height. Tall.
3: I'm average height. I'm five. Is I'm five back? seven. That's not average height. Next
1: to you, yeah. who is? My little <laughs> sister towers over you, man.
4: You can't blame genetics for that, Anthony. Listen. All right, let's pull up the data.
1: You guys will all be laughing your way to the to, to your futures when I'm dead of a heart attack in a couple weeks.
0: Oh come! on. Uh, apparently, over the last fifty years, the average height for a man in the United States is five foot nine inches. That's all right. me. Two inches
3: less, fine. Minto, you're five nine. Five nine. Good for you, specimen.
1: Spec- the type specimen. Thankfully,
0: I'm just a tick ahead of the average.
1: If you were looking for. Uh, a white man to put in the museum in formaldehyde, it would be Kevin Minto. <laughs> that's, what, that's what white men are supposed to look like.
3: Right <laughs> man! Yo, that was funny. You, you really must be feeling good tonight. You okay, Kevin?
4: I'll be alright. What everybody here <laughs> knows that I live really close to Anthony and I could be there within 45 minutes. <laughs> oh. That's cool, <laughs>
1: I do do bigger than you. I'm not scared.
4: Just
1: <laughs> saying. Oh, that was funny. That was even bad. I said I'm going to die of a heart attack in a couple weeks. You guys didn't say anything.
3: I did. I said, come on, man.
1: Yeah, that was too much. Who am I going <laughs> to eat ice cream with? That's you the problem.
3: I remember you know that can cream.
1: fork
0: down the ice cream, too. You can eat ice cream with me.
1: I remember that ice cream. That was Look, Steve's not even mad I'm going to be dead. <laughs> he, just, he just wants to eat ice cream with you.
3: <laughs> Take this pump.
1: Yep, I remember that ice cream. That was the moment that I contracted type two diabetes. That moment,
3: I remember. Just from hanging out with me, did it?
1: I felt it, and I said, "I need to go to the doctor tomorrow." And I did, and they confirmed it. So, that's a true story. You heard it here first on the podcast. (laughs) Nothing but the best breaking information for for you guys, our viewers, who mean so much to us. So, I'm just saying. Um. Pam actually asked a question. Hi, Pam. How you doing? She didn't really ask a question. I asked her to, sure. <laughs> but she told me a lot about Christy. She said that um, it's a really busy time for you, Christy, right now with with spring coming and all the um, all the animals crossing roads and stuff like that. I mean, what do you do? What do you do when you get? What do you do if you get next week 15, 15 turtles that come all staggered one by one to your house, getting run over by cars? Just survive in advance is like the NCAA tournament. Just do whatever you can to just make it through. and
2: You just do it. And then um, when it's over, you sit down and go, wow. <laughs> and then you get up and you do it again. That's yeah, I mean, crazy. you don't, I mean, there's no real prep for it. Um, we, we never know that there's about 250 turtles come in. So, um, so you just take it as it as it comes. It's it can be difficult, especially since Luke and I both work full time. Um, so trying to keep up with the the turtles that are hurting people all over the state, expecting us to drive five hours to pick one up, uh, that can be quite difficult and stressful uh, to squeeze it all in in a day. But we do everything that we humanly can do uh, to get that turtle here to get it better.
1: You're licensed by licensed by the state to to release animals as long as you know where they came from originally? Correct. That's awesome. Is, is there anything you're doing to safeguard against cross-contamination while they're with you? I'm sure the answer is yes, but could you give us an example?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, we've got gloves in there. Um, we, of course, wash our hands between turtles. Uh, we keep them, especially if we know that they're sick. They go into sort of a quarantine area, which is separate from the others, so that Um, nothing can be transmitted by air. I mean, it's not a perfect system here. Of course, we are doing this out of our home. So, you know, it's not like we can, maybe one day we can build a a fantastic medical facility. But for right now, we've got a bedroom, basically, and a a few outbuildings. So they start off in what we call our ICU room, which is a.k.a. my guest bedroom. Uh, And They they go in there for immediate care and, uh, and whatever suturing or shell repair, whatever we need to do, Then they move out to what we call the midway station, which is uh, the outdoor building. Uh, It also serves as uh, winter housing for the turtles that don't hibernate. Um, Uh, What what
1: do your guests think about it? uh, We don't
2: have have a lot of guests. We're not technically open to the public, and we have to be very careful who we allow on our property. And that's from state law. Um, The guests we do have are usually family, and they love it. (laughs) This <laughs> thing is absolutely That's amazing, great. especially Wally, the seventy-five-pound so in the front yard. They love to come see that.
1: So great! I yeah. wasn't actually wondering about your guests. I was inviting myself over. I, you didn't pick up on it though.
2: Oh, you're not a guest. You're family. You come anytime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. What What do you guys think about it? You know, this is this has been a, a a front really. We're not even on. We're not even live right now. There are no viewers. We were just faking to try to, to get Chris <laughs> and Christy into uh, to our plan which is to try to all move in together somewhere i think probably southern new jersey we i've said that our,
2: for years that we just need a, a giant commune
1: yeah share the share right we can get like a million dollar house together on on like 30 acres and then just build a bunch of turtle pens and do rescue on one side and breeding on the other side and videos in the middle we could have we could i have just walk and, around yeah, we could have yeah, Kenan could visit every, day. every
3: other week. This honestly then, sounds like my house in, when you guys are all over. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: true. I, mean, literally. I did
1: even say that it was in Southern New
0: Jersey. I'm trying to give Christy a break. How, how big was that Blanding's pond we dug in, what, two hours with yeah, me and
3: An- Anthony? Uh, I think it's like
0: 25, uh, 25 feet
3: long. Um, By 10 or something like that? Yeah, it's like 10 wide, 25 feet long. And uh, we went about three feet deep at the deepest spot. Uh, but you know, and that accompanies the, the wood turtle area too. So which yeah. is
0: huge. three hours, baby.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That was that was the best. You know, I
1: love how Steve's <laughs> taking credit for all my hard work.
2: Any, any time Anthony. I feel like coming a little further south to do some of those uh, digging and construction projects, uh, our doors open.
1: <laughs> Mitchell, what do you got, man?
4: So. First off, I just wanna say I saw the video from that day and Anthony had a ton of workers there doing all the work.
1: Oh yeah, uh, true. But they uh, didn't.
4: No, okay. There were two Us. people.
1: One was one was one sat on the floor on her cell phone and the other one was seventy four years old.
3: So
4: <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, back to a question was before is when they asked Christy what does she do, Luke says that uh, she makes him build more and drive everywhere. So just wanted to say that.
1: Luke said that? Yeah. He said what? You, you
3: sly dog. Uh,
4: <laughs> Byron asked, what is Chrissy's favorite native Mississippi species?
3: Ooh, good Ooh, question.
4: That's a really Byron. good question. That's a better question have...
2: than your last one, Byron. Oh, Well, <laughs> I love the that's Alabama red-belly cooters. Ooh. So, yeah.
1: This... I hope I I'm it saying
2: it right. The too. Demis albinensis. Is that correct?
1: Yep. Sounds good to me. Oh,
0: well.
2: Alabama Entis.
1: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we love them too. You should send some to us. <laughs>
2: uh, new, new, new. Uh, go for tortoise, of course. Alligator Snappers have got a really rank up there. Um, and I've always been partial to the three-foot box turtles. I mean, that's kind of what started it all here. So,
1: I'm wondering if we let you go, if you'll just name all 33 of them.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that's the point. That's and a no point, certain I order. Love turtle. <laughs> Even the ugly ones, even the boring ones. Oh,
2: especially the, the ugly ones. Even yeah.
1: the Kevin Minto turtles. Oh, come on, turtles. no such thing. The Kevin Minto <laughs> turtles that are just average.
4: Whoa, whoa. <laughs> now, are you <laughs> saying, like, yeah. that I'm average of I, I don't know, man,
3: anyway. Kevin. I think you should show everybody that force tonight.
0: It was because of the height. I'll, it was I'll be height. right
3: there.
0: It was the height, though, <laughs> yeah, average. Kevin, I'm really sorry about tonight. Oh, yeah. it's
3: a, at least
1: for once, I don't have to apologize to Steve after the show. You have to apologize to somebody <laughs> different. <laughs> Murphy, you know what I'm talking about.
3: Yeah, Murph. Come on. You at least come say hi. You're bar, You're making me look crazy here. Come on.
1: Chris, don't mess with him. I don't want to explain to everyone, to explain to the cops in, in southern New Jersey tomorrow why you got mauled on the internet <laughs> by a <your> dog. <laughs> no, come
2: on. Come
1: here. The dog that has to be put away before people could come over.
3: Yeah. Well, he's got a job. You know? These are his turtles. Not yours. Not mine. You used to make me pet him. I can't believe you.
1: <laughs> Lucky, I'm still alive. <laughs> Goodness gracious! What else you got, Minto?
4: Uh, I have a question. Question for Christy, actually. Uh, at what point did you start seeing the people reaching out to you ramp up? You know, uh, did you become more well known to where it's like Chris is the go-to if we have an issue where we have to give this animal up? We found this rescue.
2: Legitimately, last. July. Um, like I said, when I made that post, that's when our, okay. our, our phone really got busy. Um, prior to that, we, we started our Facebook page in 2013, uh, and that really helped pick things up, and people started realizing that we were here and calling us for you know, not only because they found it a hurt turtle, but people do call on us for advice, and I, I never mind giving it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have several people in Mississippi that own turtles, and the more we can do to help them care for them properly the less that end up in rescue so um but yeah probably july of last year to answer your question that was huge
4: yeah
1: <laughs> and pam just mentioned she said that Chrissy was always the go-to on the forum and i can't agree more every single time i had a question or something like that Chrissy was my That's gal she,
2: if y'all want to see what a noob i was in 2008 or whatever when i joined i was clueless absolutely clueless and I'm so thankful to Tom and Belinda and and Tim and Julia and Fairy and I could list name after name after name because they taught me what I know. And as far as rehabbing turtles, it was Amanda Evanhat all day yeah. long telling oh, yeah. me, you know, how to take care of a of a broken turtle. So um, I am what we are what we are because of those people that form uh, that family that influence. Yeah. Oh. So.
1: But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to piggyback off that comment. And you mentioned Ferry, and I'm going to use him as an example, and I'm going to pick on him a little bit because Ferry's tremendous. I've spent some time with him in person. He's from, he's, he's, he's not from the U.S., so it's not like someone I can hang out with on the weekends all the time. But I have spent time with him, and I've, he's another one that we kind of grew up with and learned so much from um but he he's an expert on identification he's an expert on all things turtle but i'll tell you something about him he does not have an ounce of fluff in him and if how you doing over there man building a fort under your desk
4: so i thought you gotta explain later (laughs) okay good (laughs) (laughs) please don't i actually it's gonna sound crazy i measured my shoe because i needed to figure out a distance it what
1: sounds crazy yeah like loudly in the background i'm trying to I make a point. i'm sorry so very Grunwald's terrific but he he cannot like sugarcoat anything he's just completely honest and no filter and that's the best thing about him i was at a zoo with him and he's just straight up like would like tell the keeper there like this is you know this enclosure is not adequate like what are you doing and like he's the best for that but what newbies want when they're just starting out and they want to to learn from somebody, they're not looking for the expert necessarily, the expert, expert, expert who knows everything and studied everything in the wild or wrote the book or, or did whatever. They're looking for somebody who knows more than they do and is approachable. And that's why Christy was always my go-to. Um, go. I'm not going to tell you Christy knows as much about turtle identification or nomenclature or whatever else as fairy does and fairy's tremendous he's such a nice guy I'm not trying to say anything about him I'm just saying his his knowledge sometimes can be intimidating because he knows so much because he's so matter-of-fact and he just gives it to you straight whereas and and that's why there's such an important role for folks like Christy who are just a good person really passionate about turtles learning every day and, and sharing what they're learning with you. And that's something that I've always aspired to be. I I wanted to be like Christy, as, as much, as much as I want to be like fairy or Chris or, or whoever, do you know what I mean? So it's that openness. It's that just being a good person, being passionate, sharing the same passion, and just being able to share that with people who, who have similar interests and just want to learn and not getting mad at them because they asked the question or whatever. Not to say fairy does, but I think there's a really good juxtaposition there when you compare, like, a Christie with a fairy. They're both amazing people who know so much, but but really different approaches. And I think Christie's probably more likely to be approached by the person who doesn't know a turtle from a corn snake. He <laughs> <used> Chris's joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's what we're all trying to do. That's the game that we're playing, right? Like... Like trying not to get pissed off when somebody says something that's really wrong and other people are listening and agreeing, trying not to get frustrated or, or ignore the email from the person that, it, that they could, you know, they just could have found on Google because the window of opportunity to reach somebody is really small and it only stays open for so long. And if you, if you can engage somebody and, and try to give them good advice about what the right way to do something is, or the right place to research it or the right decision to make with the turtle they just picked up on the road, then maybe you get through to them and maybe they make the right decision and you save that turtle.
4: Well,
3: it is is—it is hard to, you know, I can—I you know, envy that and I can also see the frustration with it too. Sometimes it is hard to, you know, be that patient, be that, you know, kind about something that might might come off a little bit ridiculous, but sometimes you have to take a step back and think, at least this person cares enough to ask. You know, at, at least they're they want to know. You, you, all right, fine. Maybe some people will say that they're being lazy by not Googling it because everybody has Google at their fingertips. It's 2018. But in the end, that person's trying to learn, you know, and that, and that goes back to Hey,
2: guys, you know, guys, I'm sorry. We're under a tornado warning. Oh, I'm going to move. You can't I'm make home. yourself. I'm in a mobile home, so um, I'm doing everything they say not to do in a thunderstorm. I'm on an electronic device sitting next to a window in a mobile home.
1: Holding okay. an antenna. Oh my goodness.
2: look I just forgot I can't get out of the chair by myself.
1: <laughs> Chrissy.
2: <laughs> he's watching. There.
0: he be running to you right now. Chrissy, hang
1: in there. We're here with you. Look at Chris's, look on Chris's face. Is so con- He's so concerned right now.
2: Y'all are confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do we need to go? Where's the tornado? Luke,
1: tell us Our what's mom happening. And dad
2: home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at that beard, nothing could happen to you guys, look at that beard.
2: <laughs> could just crawl up in his beard and be safe.
1: If a tree falls on your house, he'll cut it with an axe before it hits. <laughs>
2: it's going Not off again.
1: Paul Bunyan right there.
2: I'm getting it here for my area.
1: This is this is exciting. We're going to stay with this, folks. We're going to keep the cameras rolling. Chris, take a sip of your Capri Sun.
3: It wasn't a Capri Sun, they're algae wafers. (laughs) It's a hype joke.
0: He's feeding stuff flat.
3: Put that in your book and smoke
0: it. No
1: wonder why you're 5'7. You eat algae wafers for dinner.
0: (laughs) All (laughs) right, let's see. Oh, that's great, Tim. Tim said, and then after he'd cut the tree with an axe, he'd build a pen with the lumber.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he'll have a three-toed box turtle in it by tomorrow morning.
2: I think it's going to go north of here.
1: (laughs) That's terrific, man. Oh, my God.
0: This is, I tell you what, this has been a good evening and reminiscing, folks. Hasn't it? Why don't we do this sooner?
1: It it took us 44 episodes to realize we should do like a turtle forum reunion.
2: I feel like we should do this
1: maybe, I don't know, every year and just get people like Tim on and other folks. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, man.
1: Christy, how you doing? You guys all right over there?
2: We're good. I think the, the storm is going to actually go north of here, so we're fine. Okay. We're I, have re- I have reclined.
1: Uh, Luke is also a meteorologist, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> He's my he literally, meteorologist.
1: He literally does everything. But nothing quite as good as growing a beard. That is his number
3: one talent.
2: That is. And, <laughs> and, and ice cream eating. I'll keep talking about ice cream eating. You have not, not seen Luke sit down to a gallon. And I think we need to have a, an ice cream off I agree.
1: <laughs> I already Jim. have type 2 diabetes. Am I going for type 3? Is that I don't the next think,
2: goal? Is there a type 3?
1: There is one of those. I don't have diabetes. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry to anyone who does. Oh, sometimes I feel like I do. You know? You have
2: Usually
1: diabetes. 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 Usually when I'm hanging out with Chris. I feel that <laughs> way. Sorry. Just saying.
2: Can't come Chris, I'm sorry. Alright,
0: viewers. Let's get some questions. Drop them in here.
1: Steve Enders, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm
2: trying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Christy has my a favorite question
2: for you. color is purple. And my favorite band is Led Zeppelin. Ooh,
1: this is getting interesting. Ooh, <laughs> What's your favorite 1980s action movie? Christy.
2: 1980s action movie die hard was in
1: the 80s right nope that's 90s right that's isn't it 90s? i yeah, thought 90... the first
2: one was like 87.
1: damn you might be right it might be 80s.
0: 1988
1: die hard yeah
2: yeah we're gonna go with die hard movie. i love Die Hard.
1: that's a christmas it
2: movie. It, it combines two loves action and christmas
1: i thought you were gonna go with cobra <sighs> i was way no, off
2: i don't think i've seen that actually
1: oh well, you're lost Luke smart that's why you never show your wife a movie like Cobra because she'll never look at you the same way again. <laughs> you can't because none of us can hold a candle to, to Sly Stallone with a toothpick and aviator sunglasses.
0: James In, Bond License to Kill was 1989. That was a good action movie. Was it though?
2: I've never really seen any of the, any of the Bond movies.
1: Was it? Was it Really? Favorite movie involving a turtle. Ready? Same time. Ready? I'm just kidding. Chris, what do you got? You're a movie, buff. I feel like I don't want to let anyone go because Christy is in a tornado and we should all just make sure. Like when you text <laughs> someone and say just, like, oh, just text me, let me know you got home safe. Like, that's how I feel right now. Like, I, I will hear, make it on the news. I want to hear that the, torti- <laughs> the, the tortilla. The tornado is... <laughs> tortilla i'm sorry i'm hungry i'm sorry i had i had enchiladas for dinner tortillas on the mind
2: well i realized today while luke was gone and i was stuck in this chair that um i I couldn't actually go get myself food well I, i also am hungry
1: i'm embarrassed i wish i could buy you food but i but i can't because i'm poor okay so you thought i was gonna use the distance as an excuse right
4: grubhub man
1: Rob hub
2: there's our hey. weather but it's is north it? of us
1: I can't see it, it's too low there it is I still can't see it, now
0: I just see Chris Leone yeah, it's a nice little red spot there
2: but it's north of here so we're, we're south of Jackson and that cell's going
0: okay, good well, Looking glad you're safe I-
1: that didn't sound sincere
2: so steve's a weather buff so he's probably what wishing that we would get blown away by tornadoes so no interesting interesting weather report (laughs)
0: i I prefer snow to those but i I do like a good thunderstorm oh i love thunderstorms
3: the snow can never come back for all i care but i love uh i'll I'll agree with you on that thunderstorms are one of my favorite things
2: i like snow we never get it
1: Pam Pam. just... I keep talking about Pam. I'm not sure if there's a silent B or not. Um, but uh, it may be P-A-M. It might be P-A-M-B. But Pam said that somebody on Facebook said that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were three-toed box turtles. What do you think about so, that?
0: So, 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 so
4: wrong.
0: Why is it wrong? <laughs>
2: They're ready to spiders,
4: obviously. Well, it's wrong because they fell out of a fish bowl. First off. Did? filled with water, yeah. Did they? Absolutely. Part of the
1: backstory. I don't remember that backstory.
4: Yeah, it was a little fish bowl. It broke. They fell down into a sewer.
1: Well, well which movie did that happen in? Number, in uh, number
4: this, one? This, don't worry about the movie. This is the cartoon. It yeah. Tea,
1: cartoon. But here's the thing, guys. There's a movie. There's a cartoon. But there was a comic book where it was first. Correct? That's
4: correct. Yeah, and they were all red. They did not have different colors.
1: They were all red. But wasn't there one that was just like black? He was like a shadow turtle. I remember this. Uh... Yeah, from the comic book.
3: But in the, the most recent movies they're baby red sliders they're, they're, I, they're in, the,
1: in the number one in the first one which was when was that in the 80s or 90s christy yeah. you remember 80s. same thing I as don't. die hard but that one it shows them and they are ready sliders in the movie mm-hmm. but maybe they think it's,
2: here that they're from mississippi and they are sliders.
1: maybe they because they have like these hands like this it makes sense in new york
0: city too see my hand yeah. see what i'm doing yeah, with my new hand. York City. Reptile getting dumped into the sewer, right? See what I'm doing with my ear, hand. It has to be a redder slider or a crocodile, right?
1: <laughs> this is the second time I've done this hand gesture on one podcast. One was for Veda. Live long and prosper. Veda. It wasn't even live long and prosper. There was a wrestler in the '90s called Vader, and and Kevin's daughter who visited us at the beginning of the show is named Veda. So I did it's Veda time, uh, and, I and now I was doing the Ninja Turtles, and so two times. That's a bonus. And then you I, did Spock.
4: I had a conversation with my wife earlier today about the Ninja Turtle movie, which is pretty weird because uh, the reason I hopped on slightly later is we went and saw Black Panther. And when I got out, I was all, like, hyped up for some reason, you know? And I was telling her as a kid, when my mother brought me to Ninja Turtles, I got out and I was doing, like, cartwheels and kicking and things like that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty ridiculous.
3: Dude, I came home from, uh, I think it was when The Dark Knight came out, I came, out of the, came home from the theater with Casey, so pumped. That I I, I can't we were living with my sister at the time, and I remember I came home and I just full full out roundhouse kicked the couch for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it was so stupid, but I was like, yeah, you know. Uh, and being you know five foot never it was it was perfect height, you know.
4: Chris, can you still roundhouse kick? Because I can't. Me, no. no. Yeah, no. To be honest without throwing it out a wasn't, wasn't,
3: wasn't even a roundhouse kick back then. It was more like a, I lifted my knee. Yeah,
0: and I leaned into it, and you pretended it was a roundhouse kick.
4: Yes, mm-hmm.
1: I would have went with the sweep kick because then I just could have continued it right into just a lay down on the floor.
4: So nobody <laughs> mentioned Karate Kid was sweeping the legs. So that's that's my go-to '80s action movie. Oh, okay,
1: it would be.
2: I was a huge fan of Karate Kid too, but that was more of a romantic film than an action
4: movie in my glory of love.
1: Yeah, between Mr. Miyagi and yeah, you're right.
4: Pat Morita, by the way, shares my birthday.
1: That was Mr. Miyagi. He doesn't share it anymore, does he?
4: No, no, he passed away.
1: Right, exactly. I'm very.
4: <laughs> Ooh. You're mean tonight. <laughs> he is. is. I, I am. always
1: famous. I don't feel bad.
0: Oh, gosh. I'd like to end the show with this. I was going to say it's 8:20 we should probably start rapping like up.
1: this is <laughs> we definitely jumped the shark this week. We were excited to be together. I hope everyone who's watching is like what the heck are they doing? Realizes that
0: like we're having we, fun.
1: This is fun because we we don't get a chance to have this conversation and we really appreciate each other a lot and you know especially having Christy here it just brings out like the little kid in all of us like we just remember back to those days, you know what I mean? So Yeah, mom's
2: on fun this week. Mom's on. Mom's on.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. They're me, right? You were talking about my love handles. I get it. So,
0: um,
2: no. Yeah. My children, my kids.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm embarrassed. So, uh, Jordan Gray says on Facebook, I have to throw this in. Jordan Gray said on Facebook, Anthony Pierleoni is my spirit animal.
1: That's about right. That makes sense. Right. <laughs> it makes sense.
3: Oh, that's classic.
1: I think we should. I'm happy that we didn't end it right away because that's terrific. Jordan Gray. He's going to be the next Jeff Corwin. The next early 2000s Jeff Corwin. Just saying. His own Animal Planet show. He should. He ought to have it. He really is the personality. Isn't he amazing? I listen, when I met him, I came home and wrote a journal or a journal entry about the experience because I didn't want to forget it. Because I came home feeling like that guy was unbelievable. The
0: first time you met him was when we were out in the field with him, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And I didn't want to forget that moment. There's been there's been like four times in my life that I went and met someone and I came back and had to write about it. And like one was um, Like one was Bill McCord, one was uh, Peter Pritchard, and Jordan Gray was one. And I just, I got home and I'm like, I'm driving home, my long drive back from Pennsylvania, and I just like, just thinking about it and like laughing about jokes and impressions and stuff like that, I'm like, I just have to write this down because I want to be able to remember it when I go to put it in a book like 15 years from now. I want to remember exactly how I felt at that moment instead of like trying to remember back to it, you know? So anyway, um because, you know, I like to pretend that I'm a writer and stuff, but I'm really not. I have to, like, force myself to write. It's the worst. But um, I think we should end the show. I think everyone should just go through and kind of give their Jerry Springer final thought. Final word? Who wants to go first?
4: You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is your idea.
1: Yes. You Get the flown here, man. My final thought. That I have loved turtles my entire life. I love my family. I love my job. I love my world. I'm very, very lucky to be who I am. And although who I am is not perfect and my life is not perfect, I'm very, very lucky. But my favorite thing in the world is sharing time, sharing conversation, sharing experiences and excitement that no one else would understand, including my loving wife who tries so hard regarding turtles and tortoises and projects and ideas. Like nothing makes me happier than whatever the new and exciting turtle idea is. And being able to be here with you guys who I've shared more of those conversations with than anybody is really cool. And to everybody else out there who maybe is watching or will watch this, And I've had those conversations with, I want to say thank you to you guys, too, because it means so much more to me than you even could ever know, because it's what I thrive on. It's the reason I get out of bed in the morning to go to work and everything else is so that I can have those turtle conversations and share excitement with somebody who really gets what I'm talking about, as opposed to other people that just say, oh, do you like turtles? That's so cool. It's not the same.
2: Down here, it's. Not oh, you like turtles? That's so cool! It's you like what now?
1: <laughs> turtles?
2: <laughs> yeah, those things,
1: I, those things I eat. You like those?
2: Yeah, people. Yeah, people don't don't really get it, and that really is the biggest comment that we get when people find out what we do is that uh, oh yeah, we used to eat those <laughs> <laughs> turtle soup. <laughs> yeah, I get oh, a turtle yeah. soup comment every day. But yeah, I agree with you, Anthony. It's 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 exciting to wake up and um and do what you love, and we do do what we love, and it is so much fun to get together with guys like, like you and, and other of our you know turtle friends to talk about the things that just confuse others. <laughs> so again, thank you for having me on here. And um, thank y'all for all that you've taught me. You may not have even known that you have, but y'all have taught me a great deal. And um, a lot of what we, what we do is because of
4: you guys. So thank you.
0: Thanks, Christy. You know, I don't know that we need to keep going. What do you guys think? That was a pretty good uh, wrap uh-huh. up
4: there i agree
0: so um for anthony for chris for kevin and our lovely wonderful guest christy uh thank you for joining us all out there in podcast land and we'll see you uh the first monday in april for episode number 45 have a good night